When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Paul McGregor for AFL TV, probably sponsored by Everlast, delighted to be joined by Frank Smith here in Guadalajara. Francisco, how are you finding your time in Guadalajara so far? Uh, hola, mi amigo Colm, ¿cómo está? Uh, Guadalajara es uh, muy caliente. It's not bad, you know. Hablo mucho español, mi estudio en mi colegio. Are you studying Spanish at the moment, Roshan? Is this to help with matchroom fighters? Is that the... I actually said I speak a bit of Spanish I learned at school but yes I am starting studying again with uh, Kieran our chief translator when he comes away on tour he's not here now but when he comes away I'm going to start learning again because I think it's important I think English people I'll get in trouble for this but are a bit lazy you know like we expect everyone else to speak our language and I think it's sometimes quite a nice touch even if you just know a few words I think it's quite a nice touch to be able to uh, you know, I travel a lot and I like to know a little bit where, where I go. So, but yes, I'm trying to learn a bit more. I've been like Chris Tucker and Rochard walking along the Guadalajara Strip because everyone looks at me and when I talk, it's hard to understand me as it is for you. Never mind these Mexicans, so it's tough out here. We'll get straight to it. Canal fight weeks are always special for Matchroom. This one's a, a little bit extra special. How big is this for the company, first of all? And then how big is it for Canelo and John Ryder? Yeah, look, massive to be in Guadalajara, you know, ahead of a huge night. 50 odd thousand people at the Akron Stadium um, in Canelo's hometown. It's, uh, it's special. You know, we've been lucky enough to do shows all around the world. Um, and, you know, I think we're going to see an atmosphere unlike sort of anything else we've seen on Saturday night. Um, I was actually saying about for John Ryder as well. You know, initially when it came out that it was going to be in Mexico, it was a bit like, oh, I'm going to Mexico. But when it's your opportunity to fight Canelo Alvarez, so many people have boxed him in Las Vegas, so to come here in front of 50,000 people in a, in a moment and an event that people are never going to forget, you know, it's, it's quite special. So, yeah, excited for it and uh, going to be a great, great turnout, great atmosphere. How big of a task is this for John Ryder and, and for Canelo moving on? You know, he's, he's made no secret he wants Bivol next. Is that a fight that you'll be looking to make for Matchroom next for Canelo? Yeah, look, firstly, it's a, it's a massive task for John Ryder, but he's done everything he needed to do to deserve to be in this position. You know, to think back 10, 11 years ago, I think when we lost the Billy Joe Saunders purse bid and, you know, thought, that's oh, a great payday for John Ryder. And to think, really, that was only the beginning. Um, you know, one thing with John Ryder, he stayed dedicated throughout, even through the tough times of waiting for fights, waiting for opportunities. You know, when it was the Danny Jacobs fight, he waited eight or nine months for that fight. Then when it was the Zach Parker fight, he waited eight or nine months for that one. Um, but he's always stayed ready. He's always trained, you know, as hard as any of the guys in the gym who had dates. Um, and, you know, he, he really deserves this opportunity. You know, coming off the back of that win against Jacobs, as I say, and then the win against Zach Parker going on the, you know, the Frank Warren show winning there. It's, uh, you know, it's great to see someone like him who deserves this opportunity getting it. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a tough test. Like you're going in there against, he's he's a huge underdog. 
Um, I think if he won it, it would be one of the biggest upsets we've ever seen from a British fighter overseas, um, if not the biggest. I think he knows what he's going in against. And I, I think the key is, you know, one thing that's important in boxing, in so many fighters don't take fights, don't take opportunities, don't risk their... Don't risk getting a loss. You know, I think with someone like John Ryder, he's going to go in there and give it, give it everything he's got. You know, if he doesn't come out on top, providing he gives it everything he's got, he's taken this opportunity against the best in the sport, and he will have massive opportunities from here. Um, you know, for Canelo, like there's a lot of talk, obviously, as you say, about the Bivol fight. You know, there's discussion around whether it's one six eight, one seven five. It's a fight that Canelo wants. He wants to avenge that that defeat. Um, and you know, I'm sure you know, Bivol's obviously looking at the winner of the Callum Smith Peturbia fight as well. Um, but it's definitely a fight we're looking to make. Um, you know, discussions ongoing. I spoke to Eddie about this today. Um, you lost out on the purse bid, which was tough to take, and you've won quite a, a number of purse bids in the last few weeks, so that needs to be noted as well. But you lost out on this one. Do you think there is a matchroom mole somewhere? Because to lose out on a purse bid by fifteen thousand is, is a bit strange, no? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a matchroom mole to everything boxing. I don't, I don't think there's a matchroom mole for this purse bid. It was a very small group of people. I mean, we decided, I was actually at Heathrow Airport. I think we decided about an hour before what we were going to bid, and it went from there. So I think it's just different promoters understanding the value of a fight. What, by 15,000? Yeah, but, you know, I was, it was funny because I was actually sitting there when it came through and we do Eddie always does these weird bids where it's like 204,365 622 or something like that and I was thinking should we do 2,113,333 I didn't say it so now it sounds like I'm making it up but I thought no just leave it he's done the paperwork already and no no one's gonna it's gonna not gonna be it's never gonna be that close anyway Um, but I think it's just like I say people determining like there's experts in sports and that's the value of the fight and we were obviously both very good at that moving on matchroom this week announced a, a new US deal with the zone and um, for the next three years big deal for yourselves will we see more US shows how many per year Eddie kind of told me today around eight per year is that what you're looking at and in terms of what cities can we see matchroom evolve to yeah I think sort of eight to ten US shows a year plus then the Mexico shows as well you're probably looking at like sort of 14 to 6 14 odd shows a year across the markets 14 16 shows across the market so keeping it nice and busy you know keeping uh, you know keeping the fighters active which is key and important for us um, you know I think we're going we're obviously led by the talent we sign and the fighters we work with as to the markets we go to you know we've obviously got shows coming up already in new york for belanga we're working on another show which should be out soon we're working on another show for Baumgartner in her hometown as well um you know and i think we did it with uh we, we did it with jesse as well going to san antonio with bam um so you know we're going to continue to to explore all these markets and build stars in their in their, in their local area um, but yeah, exciting to get a, a new deal, that deal over the line. You know, everything runs through to 2026 now. Great to be able to offer, you know, international opportunities for all of our fighters as well. And that was key. That's a key part for us. Um, we've built a great business in the US now with DAZN. Um, you know, obviously spearheaded by Canelo. But we've had some great nights and we'll continue to deliver some huge nights. In terms of US signings, 
give me an idea. We know you Regis Progray obviously is in progress, and Eddie said it's it's not anywhere near done. But you're talking to him. Who else are you talking to out there? Give me some names. Progress is progressing. Um, there's some. There are some other names that we should have announcements out on too. Like I said, I don't like talking about things because then when they don't happen, everyone goes, "Ah, oh, talking a load of shit." But you can at least give me a bit of an idea as to who you're speaking with. And talks might be progressing. They may not be at a, a stage where they're in an advanced stage, but surely there's a few. You, there's one really good one. I'm not telling you. Come on. Just just one. I'm not telling you. Eddie would say, but then you don't. Yeah, because that is Eddie. He's the man. He's like, and we've got to sign this person, then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that, and then he's just going to... I am. I just want to make sure it happens. Can I throw one at you? Ryan Garcia. He's, I spoke to him before the fight, and he told me that he's not committed to Golden Boy at the moment, and he may end up being a free agent. Is that one that you would explore? Look, Ryan Garcia is obviously... You only have to look at the numbers he's done recently in the tank fight. Massive fight, huge event. Ryan Garcia is a star of the sport and will be for a long time to come. I'm sure if he was a free agent, every boxing promoter on planet Earth would want to sign Ryan Garcia. Um, so, you know, that is, that's the easiest question anyone would ever have to answer. But I'm not getting in trouble. And like I say, everyone would be interested in Ryan Garcia. Let me rephrase it. The big signing that you refer to, could that potentially be Ryan Garcia? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it could potentially be anyone, <laughs> but it's not Ryan Garcia, no. You're not is giving it, me much thought, Ruff. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm the wrong man for working with. It's excited, I'm excited by it. I don't get excited by much anymore. I wanted to put this question to you, and I haven't asked Elliot, but I thought you would be the man to speak to. Berlanga in New York. Is there a possibility that he could follow the likes of Miguel Cotto and fight in Yankee Stadium, could that be a potential? Is that something that you've thought of at the moment, the matchup? Yeah, I mean, look, we've had conversations with the Yankee Stadium for quite a while. We met them quite a few years back, three or four years ago, and kept a good relationship with a few of the guys there. Scott, who's uh, I think their CFO, he's a massive boxing fan, and uh, it's always been an aim for us to try and do a show there. You know, he's obviously got we've got to keep building Berlanga. Um, you know, he, he's Berlanga Canal Yankee Stadium. How big is that? Massive, massive. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, but he's obviously got to get through June 24th first. But 100% that is a fight. That, that's a fight we'd love, we want to make, obviously. But Yankee Stadium, definitely something we've explored before and had the conversations around and looked at plans, etc. So, you know, I'm, I'm quite confident in the future that's something that we could possibly make happen. Montana Love, since that loss to Stevie Spark, he's kind of went unheard of. There's been no talks. Is he still a matchroom fighter and will he be a matchroom fighter going forward? Does he still have a contract there? We're still in discussions with him about what's next, you know, potential fights for him. You know, there's a lot of opportunity around that 140-pound division, especially with the fighters we've got. Um, you know, I think let's see let's see how things play out. He's still got... He's, look, he's, he's a big talker. He's exciting to watch. Um, and I think there's, there's opportunity there still to do something. So let's see. Connor Coyle's been talking about fighting Ammo Williams. He mentioned that Ammo's fighting an eliminator next. Any information on that? No, I think one of the discussions still still planning on is the Ammo Felix cash fight. So that is something that's in. 
you know, ongoing at the minute. Um, and I think that could be the next one. Richardson Hitchens, when can we see him next out? Obviously, with a view to the fight in Montana Love down the line, I would imagine. Yeah, I think you. I think hopefully in the summer, July, August, we'll see Richardson back out. He had a great performance again. A great performance on the undercard of Serrano Cruz um, showed how special he is. So looking forward to getting him back out. And like I say again, in that 140 pound division, some exciting fights to be made. June 3rd and June 17th, are they still going out? June 3rd, no. June 17th, yes. Just finalising it. The, the Where? TBC. There is a place, but I'm not telling you. Because then it will give away everything else. What about fight camp this year? Will we see a fight camp this year? Unfortunately not. I do love fight camp, but it's hard to make commercial sense, if I'm honest, doing a, an event in the back garden of, a, of, a, of the offices. It's not, a, it's not quite the most financially sensible decision but it, it served a purpose for us you know during COVID and then afterwards um, maybe in the future something we will we will revisit on a larger scale outside of our offices because Maskell's is not made for events. Thomas Hauser made some comments about Anthony Joshua I'm sure you've seen them what do you make of those comments? I think Thomas Hauser should retire. I think, I, I think it's, it's stupid, isn't it? You know, you've got the former unified heavyweight champion of the world um, who, yes, has suffered losses against Andy Ruiz, came back, avenged it, then went in against the pound-for-pound, pound, you know, top one, two, three, whatever you want to call Alexander Usyk. I think he's one of the best there is current day. Um, you know, and, and suffered two losses. And in the second fight, even closer. You know, I think... This is the problem with this sport, you know, like journalists who take a position like that, with someone who's built this, you know, been a major part of building the sport back to where it is, um, and, you know, go and say stuff like that. AJ's still got so much left to offer the sport. You know, he's just gone in there and comfortably beaten Jermaine Franklin. You know, lost, what, two or three rounds against Jermaine Franklin in that fight? You know, he's got so much more still to offer the sport. And, yeah, I think it's a... I, I haven't read all the articles. I've seen snippets of it. I think it's a stupid article, and I think he should retire. AJ Wilder at an advanced stage, or where are we at with those discussions? Yeah, the, the discu- I think Eddie said we were obviously in Saudi. Everyone's hot to trot to make it happen. We want to do it. Um, still work to be done, but I think everyone is focused on trying to make that happen, for sure. Do you think it... That that and Fury Usyk can happen on the same night in Saudi. I think anything's possible. Um, obviously, our focus is AJ against well AJ, well AJ and being that Wilder fight. Um, we don't represent Tyson Fury. Don't represent Usyk. I hope it can look. I think it would be a massive night for the sport. I think it would be something that would be hard to ever recreate again. Um, but yes, I do believe it can happen. But again, there's been so much talking about all this stuff over the years. It's kind of like, let's just knuckle down, focus on trying to get it done before we talk too much. In terms of AJ this summer, who can we see him fight at be the end of July, start of August, I would imagine? who Who's in the mix? Obviously, Dillian White, anyone else? Yeah, I mean, there's talk, obviously, around the Dillian White fight. That would obviously be a great fight to do. Um, you know, there's the, the names out there. When you look through the heavyweight division of who's out there, you know, I think it's going to be it's going to be tough, maybe, to find an opponent that everyone's happy with. You know, everyone is going to judge him for what he does next. Um, so I think let's see how the next week or so goes. Definitely the focus to get him back out in the summer. Um, so let's see. But there's there's three or four names we're working on currently. 
if you were to sign the Wilder fight, would you still put AJ in with White this summer? Oh, look, it's AJ's. AJ's the decision maker. Um, you know, he's the, he's the man who's going to decide who he fights. Um, he believes he can. He believes he beats everyone in the sport, um, and believes he can get back in there, become undisputed heavyweight champion again, or you know, going there against Deontay Wilder, beat him, beat the winner of Fury against Usyk. Um, so, I think we'll be we'll be led by him completely. I like. I really do like the the uh, Dillian White fight. There's other fights out there being discussed as well. Um, so let's see. Connor Ben. When can we expect some sort of announcement on a return anytime soon, or where are we at with that? Hopefully, you know, things are ongoing. You know, this seems to be like the never-ending question that keeps going on and on and on. Um, hopefully, as soon as we've got news, it'll be out there. You know, we, I think it, there's lots of moving parts still as part of this whole discussion. Um, you know, I know he wants to get back out and in the ring ASAP. Um, but you know we have to do everything, make sure everything's done the right way. So you know, hopefully there'll be some news soon. Thanks for your time, Frank. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.